Jason Wake crosses the goal line for the first points of this game. They give it straight ahead for a touchdown. That's the fullback, Mason Wake. Mason Wake gets his second touchdown of the game. Wake up. It is the big show, and it is time for another episode of Wake's Takes Out to the Zone. Phone we go. Joining us now from BYU is our good friend Mason Wake for his weekly visit to the show. What's going on, Mason? Congrats on the win. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Hey, so want to want to start out with we we were just asking you before we came on how you were doing, but uh, we saw the I don't I don't want to call the leap a fail per se, but that looked like it hurt. It looked like it hurt a lot. Yeah, that that one <laughs> hurt pretty bad, but um, that wasn't exactly what I got hurt. That one just kind of hit my knee, uh, just a little bit of a bruise, but that was not fun. And I should have hurtled the next play, but I was thinking through my head, I'm like, all right, that last one hurt. I am not about to do it again. <laughs> have you been coached to, to no longer do that, or is your good common sense telling you? Um, so that was just my common sense. There's, there hasn't really been a coach come over and tell me that I can't hurdle. Um, that one was just a bad one out of like 20 that I've done. Uh, but yeah, that one wasn't the best. I don't think anybody wants to tell you not to do it, Mason. Just pick your spots, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that one probably wasn't the best one, but I mean, that's just a part of my game and I'm just going to try to make um, me and my team better. I'm not doing it for, for the like – for like fame or like, cause people love it. I'm doing it cause of me and that's just how I am. And um, I'm just trying to make plays. I would be doing it to make it on TV, but that's just <laughs> me. I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, you're a, you're a more team guy than me, but I'd be like, you know, what's going to get me on the highlights. This, this is going to be it. <laughs> no, it's, we're glad so, you're doing so, all right. So Mason, are, are you good to go now? Or people were worried about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm planning on playing on Utah State, um, just icing up, trying to get better. Um, Going to try to practice today, but yeah, I plan on playing Utah State. Well, before we talk about the Aggies, and and we certainly will get into that, tell us about the the South Florida game a little bit. It was a weird game, right? You guys went up big, and then the the second half, Gordon and I were talking about yesterday whether it was kind of a, a let off type of thing. Maybe it was something that South Florida did, but anyway, it was kind of it was almost two different games, right? So t- take us through South Florida a little bit and how that uh, all played out. Yeah, I mean, our offense came out with a good start, fast start, and our defense played really well in the first quarter. And we just kind of, in the second half, the offense just kind of didn't get the ball a whole lot. Um, We kind of, I mean, I thought offense played good, defense played really good, especially with some of the injuries they have. But, I mean, USF just did a good job of controlling the game and um, limiting our offense to possessions and um, just – they pretty much had third downs every single drive and they just converted whether they were long or short. Um, we had a fourth down stop. That was pretty good. Um, yeah, that quarterback did a good job extending plays and um, getting the first downs for him. So I, I mean, the, the, it must be frustrating at times like that Mason, when the offense is, is so explosive and you guys were scoring at will and yet you can't get back on the field. Now, I know you want team unity and all that, the offense not going after the defense. But, I mean, it must be from a human standpoint, it must be frustrating because you guys could have scored 70. Yeah, I mean, 
Um, you always want to be on the field if you're the offense to get more plays, but I mean, we're just cheering on the defense and just trying to, and we know it's hard to be a defense and um, game plan against a quarterback like that, that's elusive and um, that can run around. But yeah, I mean, just the thing that we do is we just cheer each other on. We just um, asking how dudes are doing and um, just, just pretty much just cheering them on. We don't want to like throw shade at them or um, get mad in any way because we know defense is working their butts off and they're, they're sprinting after that guy, and they're just doing the best that they can. But that dude was just an athlete. So was 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 it a matter of the defense? Is there a flaw in the defense, or is it uh, it was it the injuries, or was it that you didn't know what to expect, or what, what do you think? Um, I mean, I think um, injuries played a little bit into it. So a lot of new guys had to play, and they were just getting. Um, they're just getting started and they, they, they played really well, but I mean, just having that, just having a quarterback like that is just hard to game plan against. Cause you never know what he's going to do. I mean, whether he's going to extend plays and run out of the pocket and then just find little holes. Um, it's really hard to, 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 to rush, to rush against a guy that fast. And it's also hard to cover receivers. Mason when Wake they're, they're running around for 10 the seconds. Terrific but. fullback. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That uh, that was very timely. Actually, I was going to uh, ask you about uh, getting into the end zone. Tell us about it. Yeah, I mean, they called that play right when I first got in, and I caught the ball, and I knew I didn't think Baylor was going to throw it because that was an RPO. But the guy was right on my hip pocket, and right when I caught it, he was on me, and I was, I was just staring at the end zone. I was like, "Don't tackle me! Don't tackle me!" And then I slipped that tackle and got in, and yeah, it was pretty awesome. Fun. Jake, he just scores touchdowns. That's what he does. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I was an inch away from two, so I was pretty <laughs> mad about that. Well, he doesn't want to get buried in a Monson column the next day, so, you know, you got to stay. Well, look, look, Mason, <laughs> this, 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 is, this is kind of the joke of football because who knows whether the ball really touches the line or not, you know? It's like, yeah. It just seems like it's a, a matter of guessing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just got the ball and I just got vertical and – I happened to just extend the ball while I was getting tackled and uh, a lineman was there. One of my own linemen was there and he kind of just knocked the ball out. But I mean, I was just inches away. I knew I wasn't in though. <laughs> I was so mad. So as a, uh, I guess uh, as a Boise state, uh, well, at least interested party, cause let's, let's not use the, the F word. Let's not talk about fandom here because you, you, uh, you were playing for the Cougs after all, but somebody who pays attention to that program, did you watch uh, the Boise state, Utah state game? Like casually, like I got to catch the game or did you not see it until you were, you were uh, going through film? Um, so I think they played on Saturday, right? So it was like a little Morning. bit before our game. Yep. Um, we, me and my roommate watched it briefly, but nothing too much. But I mean, we just been watching film on them and they're, they're tough, but, um, yeah, I mean, that's just as much as I can say they were, they played Boise state tough for a little bit, but then they pulled away Boise state pulled away a little bit later, but I mean, they're going to be tough, especially playing up there in Logan. What do you, what do you expect? Uh, what, uh, in the, in the brief, uh, study you've done, what do you, what do you think the Aggies are going to present? Um, I think they play hard, and I think they play hard in front of their fans, um, especially in night game against BYU. They'll probably be playing. They'll come out guns blazing. And um, some of the quotes, uh, I think Neil Powell said something that could probably motivate them but and a few other players. But, I mean, they're just going to come out ready to go. And uh, I think it was two years ago when I first played them, they had some NFL 
like alum there and he was just trying to hype everyone up, but we took care of business and I expect us to go up there and take take care of business. But I mean, they're, they're going to be ready and their fans are going to be amped. What's your take on Utah state as kind of a rival in state? Is there a little more juice to the game or is it just kind of the same old, same old? Um, I mean, you got to treat every game. Like, <clears throat> I mean, not that, like it's a rival, but like it's a serious game, but I mean, I don't, it's not viewed like as Utah or like a Boise state, but I mean, they're still one of our rivals and we need to go up there and take care of business and um, don't take any game for granted. And they could, I mean, anyone can beat anyone, but yeah, I expect us to take care of business. What's it like having two quarterbacks who can deliver the ball to you and what adjustments do you have to make? Um, I would say there's not much of a drop off, but with Jaron, I would say, Maybe how he extends plays, you got to get open, um, like a scramble drill type thing with Jaron. But, I mean, Baylor gets the ball out fast. Um, he knows his reads and everything, and so does Jaron. But, like, um, Jaron just has that ability, and Baylor showed it too in the game. They do, they both just have the ability to extend plays and um, take off running, so you always got to look out for that. Talk about how important depth is. I mean, we're talking about quarterback depth, but you mentioned some injuries in the South Florida uh, game earlier. But, uh, you know, that seems like a, a really important team, a thing for any college football team, really, because stuff is going to happen and the next, you know, next player needs to be ready to go. Yeah, I mean, depth is huge. And I think um, us as a team this year, we have a lot of depth, whether it be at quarterback, whether it be at O-line, whether it be on, anywhere on defense. I mean, I think we all believe in the next guy man up and – it showed with the quarterbacks and then some of the guys on defense um, just being the next man up. And um, we trust everyone. Um, even if they haven't been in, we know what they're capable of. But, yeah, just bottom line is we trust each other. And Kalani's um, done a good job of instilling that in us. Mason, you talked about that the fans at, uh, up in Logan are going to be amped for your game. What's that like when you go into a, an environment like that? Do you – do you hear what the fans are saying or do you block it out? Do you use it for motivation? What uh, What's the dynamic there? Yeah, I honestly love it. I love playing in front of our home fans, but playing against away fans and just having the student section be next to us is pretty fun. Honestly, I like it. Um, like my first game I ever played in was against Tennessee and the student section was right behind us and there was 95,000 people there screaming. And I just loved it. Like I couldn't hear the quarterback when he was snapping the ball, but I mean, that just kind of atmosphere is just awesome. And Utah State is like that. Their fans are right next to us. They're out there when we're in pregame. And it's just fun. Yeah, they, they talk some crap. But um, I'd say the worst fans I ever played in front of was Coastal Carolina. Like, those fans were not nice in the slightest. Like, when we went in for halftime, there was some some skater dude sitting next to the, the, the fans. He ripped off his shirt, and he was wanting to fight us, and he was, like, barely over 100 pounds. <laughs> but that kind of stuff just, like, amps us up. And um, I, I personally love it. I love playing home anyway, just in front of fans. It just brings that, that extra energy. Do you have any experience with Logan the town? Logan, I mean, like, if I ask Gordon what's the first thing comes to mind uh, with Logan, Gordon, you'd say the, the squeaky cheese or whatever it is. Uh, I do like it. There's a sneaky good burger and beer joint up there called the White Owl, which I particularly enjoy. But do you have any Logan uh, Logan experience? Uh, not a ton. I went on a visit up there, but, I mean, that was just one time. I mean, the other time I've been up there was um, for this Halloween party a yeah. few years ago. The Howl, year. all right. Yeah, the Howl. It's like the biggest yeah. biggest party in Utah, and that was pretty awesome. But, I mean, other than that, I feel like, I mean, all the memes are out there, but all you think about is, like, farmland and cows. But, I mean, I haven't been up there enough to see, but 
Yeah. It's it's actually a sneaky fun town. It is. Yeah, Logan, Logan's yeah I actually cool. liked it on my visit. I actually yeah. really liked it up there and like just a college town just in the middle of nowhere. But yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay, so I took two things from that. One is cows. The second is it's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Gordon, tell him about tell him about getting a speeding ticket the last time. Well, maybe oh, not the last time you were up there. Let's not get into that. Let's not get into Gordon's that. Gordon's got a, you don't know this, Mason, but Gordon has a very nice car and uh, and a bit of a lead foot that gets loose on him in those not canyon true. roads, not, you know? Not, not just true, just a little bit loose. Obey, obey the traffic laws. I just <laughs> want to make that clear. Mason, when you guys are on offense, uh, I mean, what, what is the ideal balance between the run and the pass? What uh, first give me your preference, and then uh, about the, what the coaches are trying to get done? Yeah, I mean, for me, my my preference is, I mean, I told the coaches this since freshman year. Like, I don't want the ball. I don't need the ball. Like, I just want to be in there and just helping the team, whether it be blocking, getting the ball. But bottom line is I don't need the ball. Like, I'll pass block, I'll run block. That's pretty much what I do, and that's what I came here to do. But I think we have a good balance of run and pass. But, I mean, it's just having that balance is good because whatever we start the drive doing, and if that's going good, then we stick with it, and then we can balance or we can counter off of that. But, I mean, having a good balance offense between um, run and pass is, um, give us, gives us that leverage to be able to stick with one thing and then counter with another. Mason, do you ever have problems uh, following the honor code? Nope, not no problem at all. Okay. It's hard having a little bit of scruff on your face, but because I look kind of dumb when I shave it, but no, no problem at all. I was kind of joking, but I, you know, you, you took it serious, but that's okay. <laughs> Didn't Kalani talk to you guys about uh, trimming up a little bit, getting clean shaven and all that stuff? Didn't we hear that? Yeah, that was the first thing he said. I think after the Arizona State game, I think that was the first thing he said was uh, we need to clean up our act and our dress and grooming. Um, which is kind of crazy after a win, you want to hear like all the good things you did. And all of a sudden you hear your coach talk about um, shaving your face and um, wearing the right things to on campus. And I think that just goes to show um, how much he loves us and how much Kalani wants us to be better men and um, examples in the community. But yeah, I look, I look when he said that, I was like, ah, because I look kind of dumb when I shave my face, but um, yeah, I'll follow him. Does uh, do do are you big man on campus when you walk across campus? To uh, does everybody notice you? And no, 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 no. I'm not like Jaron Hall. <laughs> I'm not like any of the quarterbacks. We're Tyler Algier. Nothing like that. <laughs> well, Mason, it's always fun to check in with you, man. Good luck Friday night. I, I checked the weather earlier, and uh, by you know eleven ish, it's going to be in the forties, but it should be in like the fifties and sixties. So for Logan, that's really oh, not man. that bad, man. It, man, that is cold. <laughs> yeah. Thank you again for jumping on with us, man. We always look forward to it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. There's another edition of Wake's Takes. Mason Wake jumping on with us. Way to slide that honor code question in there, Gordon. What are you trying to do? I was, I was, I was, I was joking around, and he took it serious. What if he was like, uh, yeah, thanks for asking, actually. Uh, I've got a list here. With that. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you what the, the honor code office told me. Listen to Gordon grilling our guests. Had an Jeez. apple teeny the other day. Just yeah. can't put him down. <laughs> is, there a, is there a coffee on that table right now that we can't see? <laughs> Maybe What's your favorite espresso? kind of beer? <laughs> Do I detect a 6 a.m. shadow on that face? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not. You know, guys, know how I feel about that. Come on. Football players shouldn't have to shave. 
Well, then why are you busting his chops about the honor code? Why should I was, only... It was a joke. I said, do you have any problems keeping the honor code? And I thought he was going to laugh. Instead, he rattled off, no, 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 blah, 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 blah. Only football players should be no. excused from that? No, anybody. But but to say that to a football player right after he's done, like you got to run in and shave right now and you're all sweaty and whatnot, it probably stings, right? Oh, yeah. Wouldn't feel great. Joining us now in studio is our friend Mike Wilson from Any Hour Services. You ever had a beard, Mike? A beard yeah. or a beer? A beard. <laughs> a beer be- and a beard. I don't know. Well, uh, yes to a beard, but no to the, well, <laughs> never mind. There was this one Thanksgiving when I was young and my uncle thought it would be funny to give me a sip of his Bud Light. It wasn't very. Was good. it? Was it like a rusty Griswold sip in Vacation? Have you seen that where he shares a beer with his dad and he just drinks it all? In no, one it was one of those where he probably had a few too many and he was like, "This will be funny." And he like, and how, how old were you? I have a vague memory of it, so I was probably I don't know six, seven, too young. Like, yeah, too, <laughs> way too young. Too young to be you know the butt of that joke. <laughs> all right, Mike, we're talking tune-ups today. What uh, What are the most important things to check part of the, part of this tune-up? Well, uh, since safety is like the main thing that you're going through there, you want to make sure that uh, you know you're doing a good job going through the ignition and the exhaust sequence. When you go through and do that, there's enough safety features built into the you know the running of the furnace that if there was an issue, it should trip something. So you know if you've got an issue with the flame sensor or uh, you know a high limit switch or the inducer motor, uh, making sure that the exhaust is all connected. If you go through and check that and make sure that you've got good airflow, you should you should be pretty good. Um, the manufacturer, actually, for each of those little devices, there's actually technical specs. Like, if you put your electric meter on it, you should be able to detect how much current or how much resistance or you know, different things like that, and it should operate within a certain range. And if it's, if it's doing what it should, you get the green light. Sometimes those sensors can get a little weak where they're still... They're still reading, but sometimes it's a good idea to replace them. Or in the, in the situation of flame sensor, sometimes just cleaning it will um, improve its responsiveness. Just be, just be careful. You're servicing your flame sensors. You know, it's you got to have. I've done it a number of times, but you have to have a certain amount of expertise, Mike. To do that's so. true. That's so, true. So, Gordon, I'll throw my next question your way then. What's the best time of year to do it, Gordon, and why? I, I think generally the change of the seasons probably a good time. What about the why? The why? Well, right now you would want to do it because you're going to fire up your furnace, well, and you want to make sure it's uh, operating properly. Fire up right, is that right, the, is that the technical term? Fire up. Well, ignite. Oh, okay. Oh. All right, Mike. Yes, I'm. I'm just thoroughly just entertained. Just taking it in. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just curious when you, you do. Curl, you? Yeah, I mean, when you, I'm just curious from one pro to another. When you clean your flame sensors, is there any specific material that you use to clean them? Toothbrush. Cool. Okay. That's uh, <laughs> that's something. <laughs> that's amazing. Lisa's uh, toothbrush. A mop. <laughs> a mop. <laughs> All right. Well, if if you want to, uh, what do you use? <laughs> well, um, as long as it's one of those Sonicare toothbrushes that have enough, like, yeah. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> use use like some emery cloth or something like that to get the 
you know, the point is, leave it, it to the experts, yeah, folks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you if you were gonna try it, you can go to our YouTube channel, and I've got I probably got four or five videos just on the flame sensor itself because it is it's one of those common things that if if it gets dirty, your the flame will come on, and just because it's dirty, the furnace will think that it didn't ignite, and it thinks that it's dumping gas into the basement oh. or wherever the furnace is, so it'll shut it down. But so in the middle of the night, that could be a really common thing. So anyway, but I we'll, think that's pretty cool that you have those videos yeah we've got probably 80 plus diy videos on our youtube channel wow. ranging from everything a bunch of furnace bunch of air conditioner i've got plumbing videos electrical videos um yeah our, it's a it's a big project but over the years we started probably five years ago and we just like keep pumping out videos trying to you know jake that that indicates that you guys i mean you're probably costing yourself money by helping other people do certain things themselves uh, that's one way to look at it, but I look at it as there's there's quite a few things. I mean, there's no there's no worse feeling than going out there or as a customer to have somebody come out and do something that was simple that makes you feel foolish. Like ah, I had a dirty air filter. How come I didn't check that? Or you know something like that. And so I feel like even though it might cost us some service calls in the short term, I feel like in the long term that's just another brand a positive brand interaction. That people have, and if they can, if you can empower somebody to fix something themselves, there's so much pride that they take in that. And if we can help people feel good like that, that's awesome. You know, Mike, it's kind of like the time that I uh, had a leak uh, in my in my laundry room. Mm. What'd you do? I called the plumber, and the plumber came out. You know what he did? What did he do? He tightened the hose. <laughs> true story. It is a true story. I told you about that, yeah. Jake. I, I, well, let's hey. Back. Sometimes it's just a hose that needs to be tightened. <laughs> let's uh, let's get back to tune-ups here for a second you because bet. that is the deal tonight. Yep. And uh, if if you're not a do-it-yourself fella like me, I don't know what Gordon's admitted sure. to over there. But uh, this is an incredible deal. Yeah, and you know the question you ask Gordon about when's the best time of year to have this done? I I like to tell people whenever you're thinking about it yeah. because the most common reason that people don't do it is just because they forget. So like tonight, while you're thinking about it, this is a great time of year to like get on the schedule and just. Get Get this thing done because even if you schedule it a few weeks from now, we're going to remind you, you know, before the service needs to get done so that you can meet us out there. Normally, we charge $99 to come out and go through and tune up the furnace and do all the things that need to get done. But tonight, zone listeners are going to be able to lock in a $70 savings just by calling tonight, schedule it for whenever. But you can get this done for $29, and that price will include our no breakdown guarantee. And all you got to do is call tonight. You know, Mike, one of the things I'll just throw this out there because yes. I had that service. I've used you guys a lot of times, and mm-hmm. one time someone came out, and they gave me a list of things, uh, and I said, okay, which one of these things are really important? And some of them are kind of optional, you know, yep. just depending on how how, uh, how how clean you want to keep everything. And so yeah. I, I really appreciated that honesty. You know, it wasn't like, oh, if you got to get this, 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 and this done right now, you know, well, it just didn't feel that way. Yeah, I hate it when, when I hear stories about, uh, you know, other technicians going out and and trying to guilt the customer into it or pressure them into something like that because the technician will be upfront and honest with you because uh, when we document everything like I said some of those sensors they're just reading weak and it's still functioning but if you uh, 
want to like be proactive and take care of something like that, you can. But if you don't want to, if the furnace is still working, like you know, we're not going to make you do anything. It's good to know. It's just good information. Hundred percent. All right, you heard the deal from Mike. Call Any Hour Services right now. Save seventy dollars on a comprehensive furnace tune-up with their no breakdown guarantee. Ninety-nine dollar value for only twenty-nine bucks. You've got to call during the show. 801-443-7400. That's 801-443-7400. Or go online, anyhourservices.com. Thanks, Mike. You're welcome. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Blake Anderson, Utah State football coach. So you got the Cougars at home Friday night. Obviously, you are new to the Cache Valley, but when I moved here, I had it explained to me that Utah State fans really loathe all the BYU fans in Cache Valley. Come out, gives that rivalry some real extra juice. What have you heard about BYU? What have you seen about BYU on TV? What do you think about this game coming up? Yeah, everybody's made really clear to me since day one that I got here that I got to hate BYU. So I've gotten the message loud and clear. They are the most talented team we have faced if we clean up the mistakes we can play with these guys and this is a game that we can win we got to play great ball we got to do everything right but we can win this game on friday night and man wouldn't that be a great way to keep the season going catch dj and pk mornings from 6 till 10 on 97 5 1280 the zone and the zone sports network your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Cougars at 30 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Cougar at 30 update. Here's Gunnar Romney asked about the rivalry with Utah State. Um, a little bit for sure. I mean, they are rival. Um, we want to go in there to their to their home field and get a win. Um, but in the end, it's just another game. You know, it's it's just another. We look at a game just one week at a time, and this is the game that, that we have next. And so, really, it should be treated as any other game should be. This update is brought to you by TryDayTrading.com. Now, anyone can be a day trader. Visit TryDayTrading.com. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. The Zone is giving away tickets to every Utah, BYU, Utah State, and Weber State home game all season long. Listen for your chance to win tickets to see the teams you're passionate about right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All right, this is a, a song from Sonic the Hedgehog called Casino Night Zone. Songs about Vegas or mining Vegas, fans from Vegas. Yes, from Sonic 2. The video game. Yes. The old Sega Genesis game. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. The well. slaps. It's a banger. Uh, yeah. Okay. This is my next walk-up All song right. answer. I, I know they just made a movie about this, but what was the bad guy's name in Sonic again? The Mr. Roboto? The Robotic? Professor? Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, Mr. Robotic, I think. Robotnik. Robotnik? Yeah, Jim Carrey played him. Yeah. All right. How about that? Jim Carrey was in Sonic the Hedgehog? That's correct. Gordon, uh, big news on the BYU front today. They have officially, officially, official, officially, official uh, scheduled Notre Dame uh, game in Las Vegas next season. 
Good for um, them. Sounds like a great setup to me. Yeah, it's something that uh, it's something that we've been talking about. Uh, I guess well, you wrote a column about it not that long ago, right? Um, and uh, they they came to a deal. It's going to be October eighth. The game's going to be televised nationally on NBC. So I'm sure um, that incentivized Notre Dame as well as they can hook up their television partner, NBC. But Indeed. I would guess since it's a neutral site game, BYU will get a cut of that. Well, we t- we talked right. We've talked a lot about this, and we weren't sure that BYU is going to be able to get this done at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. And as it turned out, they couldn't. But you brought up the whole idea about Allegiant Stadium and how that would be an attractive place for BYU to play a team like Notre Dame or any team, really, yeah. any marquee-type team. And uh, and I'll be that gone if it didn't happen just the way you, Are you a prophet? I am. It's true. I can see the future. Gordon, you haven't discovered this by now? <laughs> What's your record so far in your NFL picks? Well, it doesn't apply to NFL picks, Gordon. <laughs> oh, it doesn't. No. What does it apply to? No, just, you know, everything else. Had a rough week in the NFL picks. 0 for 3. Oof. So Oof. if you are if you are a prophet, you think you go to the the the, uh, the 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 man upstairs and say, "Hey, I need a little help with my the clarity of my vision." And by the way, if I can make a little money in Vegas while I'm doing it, that'd would... be great. No, this one just made so much sense. I'd, I'd love to tell you I, uh, <laughs> I'd love to, to tell you I had inside info or something. But this just <laughs> it just made a lot of sense. BYU wanted the game. Yeah. It was about more than money to BYU, or they would have just taken a buyout from Notre Dame. I would guess years ago, BYU still wanted the game. Uh, they probably had an idea of how to make it profitable and attractive to both entities. Mm-hmm. And you know, Notre Dame doesn't uh, uh, play a lot of uh, road games, although they have come to Provo before, right? You know, but they're they're not given others a lot of home games unless they really have to or unless it's beneficial to them. Every once in a while you'll see Notre Dame play a weaker program, you know. Um, on the to, road? No, no. that Because that's on the road. I right. mean, like, you know, they'll give their traditional partners road games. I mean, you know, they're going to go play in the Coliseum or they're going to go play at Stanford mm-hmm. or, you know, in the past, Michigan or Michigan State, although I don't think they're playing Michigan State anymore, right? Um, and Michigan's only occasionally, yeah. but but they'll do that. But but just kind of a a university or a team that they don't have a, a true relationship with, like not Boston College, not Navy, mm-hmm. you know, just a random school. They're not playing a whole lot of road games there. And this and, is as close to a home game as BYU could get because Notre Dame. So often, even when they go on the road, they draw so many fans. Yeah. But in Vegas, well, we they know what BYU's track record is there. And it wouldn't surprise me if, if Notre Dame, when they entered the agreement, remember when they entered the agreement with BYU, it was some six-game deal or something like that, but it was right at the beginning of independence. And I bet you BYU was looking for a win. They're like, listen, this would be a big deal to us if we could schedule some games, and we'll be flexible on the return games. Let's just get this on paper and get this out there so that our By fans By a win, won't... you don't mean a win-win. You just mean a advantageous game. Right, right, right. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's... I think it's good for everybody that the solution was found, and I, I, I would guess BYU fans will make their presence known down there in Las Vegas. It's a good solution. Good solution to the problem. Do you think Notre Dame is the biggest draw in college football? From a fan standpoint, mm-hmm. I would guess that's still the case. I mean, we'd have to look at some raw data, I'd suppose, but they're still the only school with an individual network television contract. Mm-hmm. I mean, NBC isn't doing that. 
because there isn't a ton of fans. But I, they're also not in the league, and you yeah. know, those other big draws get get swept up in those conference TV deals. There are different kinds of people in the world, Jake. Some people think that Notre Dame, they don't like Notre Dame because Notre Dame gets all the advantages and they or and some people love Notre Dame. They love the tradition. I've been back there yeah, maybe three times, something like that. And and the first time I went back there, I Jake, I gotta tell you, I was I was pretty much impressed with just the whole setup. It was a beautiful fall day. Uh, the 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 colors were out. It was the tradition there. When you walk around the campus, they lay it on thick, but it is just impressive from start to finish. And BYU, I was covering uh, that game, and BYU beat Notre Dame on that day, uh, and that that kind of surprised me. The next time I went back there, BYU got crushed by Notre Dame, but. The whole essence of that program is just impressive. I mean, all the tradition that goes with it, the fans. I walk into the press box at, at Notre Dame Stadium there, and who's standing right in front of me? Nick Faldo, the golfer. You know, people come in from all over the place to watch that team play. And so for BYU to get Notre Dame in Vegas at a really cool pro football-type stadium, well, BYU fans experience that going against Arizona, but going against Notre Dame is kind of a different animal. It's just cool. It's the only stadium I ever walked in where I actually leaned over and touched the ground. Like uh, like Rudy's dad? Kind of. Did you take a mason jar out of your coat and scoop up some dirt? I did not. No. I don't believe you. But I did. I did touch the ground. I thought, wow. Okay, this is a place I used to watch when I was a kid, and that was in the—I th- think that was about 1935 or so. And I, you know, I could—it it just brought back when all you the babysat memories. Newt Rockney. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know that Newt Rockney's? Uh, who was it? It was like his grandson coached at Brighton High School for a while. Did you know that? No. His name was Newt Rockney. I think he went Canute. If I'm not mistaken. Hmm. Anyway, Notre <laughs> Newt. No, no, that sounds so fake. Stop me if I'm wrong. I, I can't I can't remember because I went and talked to him. And it was so many years ago, I don't really remember all the details <laughs> of it. But uh, I thought that was pretty cool. And he talked about the four horsemen walking into his, hanging out in his living room, his grandpa's living room or whatever it was, or his uncle, whatever. Yeah, it was cool. Anyway, good for BYU. All right, we'll have more Big Show coming up next. Stay tuned right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's game week for the Aggies, and the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. The Aggies welcome in BYU to Maverick Stadium for another chapter in their long rivalry with the Cougars. Listen all week for your chance to win tickets to the game and then catch all the play-by-play action, beginning with the Aggie pregame show Friday at 6 on 1280 AM with the postgame show immediately following the game. From Monday morning to all the play-by-play action, nobody brings you better coverage of Aggie football than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Oh, hey, guys. The 
big show here for our friends at Trajan Wealth. And Gordon is T-R-A-J-A-N, Trajan Wealth. And when it comes uh, to properly setting up your family financially, no matter what stage of life you are in, maybe you're close to retirement, maybe you're like me, we're in your middle age and trying to get it right, or maybe you're in your 20s, Gordon, coming out of college or high school or trade school or whatever the case may be, and you want to get life started on the right foot, there is so much to it, you need somebody you trust. There is no doubt about that, Jake. And I, I know you've heard me talk about this quite a bit, that you said it right. No matter what your age is, it's time to get organized so you can secure your future. And I I believe in that. I, and, and when you get to my stage in life, you will be so glad that you took some steps to secure that future, which will soon become your present. And then you don't want to feel like you're trapped in any way. And that's what the experts do. And if you're like me, you wouldn't know where to start or what to do. And that's why Trajan is so great. They'll help you with fiduciary investment management, wills, trusts, and estate planning, life insurance, annuities. They can help you convert Roth rollover opportunities. And listen, they, uh, they'll help you stay diversified, learn, uh, help you learn to reduce your fees. In fact, annuities are the only product guaranteed to pay you a lifetime of income. So don't wait any longer. Get in touch with the good friend, uh, our good friends at Trajan Wealth. Again, T-R-A-J-A-N, Trajan Wealth. You can go online to TrajanWealth.com or give them a call, 801-899-7600. Advisory services through Trajan Wealth, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Estate planning services through Trajan Estate. Again, that number, 801-899-7600, or go to TrajanWealth.com. For the Cougars. And the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. It ain't over till it's over. Kalani Sataki and BYU take their undefeated record to Logan for a showdown against the Aggies. Listen all week for your chance to win tickets to the game and then catch all the play-by-play action beginning with a Cougar preview show. Friday at 6 on 97.5 FM with the post-game show immediately following the game. From Monday morning to the post-game press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Cougar football than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Utes at 50 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Utah 50 update. Here's Cam Rising, QB1 for Utah, giving his thoughts on the, the turnovers and uh, turnovers going forward. We have to pick up on Monday and make sure that ball security is our number one priority. That's That can't happen again. That, that was terrible. We have to be better as an offense with that. We can't give up possessions like that. This update brought to you by the Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger, buttery Texas toast and 100% pure seasoned beef layered with American cheese. Make it a single or a double for a limited time. Order online or the Sonic app and save 50% the Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Hop, hop, I told you 
we'll make a play. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. BYU hits the road to square off against Utah State in Logan as the Cougars look to keep their undefeated dream season alive. Hear every second of every minute of the game on the Zone Sports Network, beginning with the pregame show Friday at 6. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280. The Zone. We'll have more coming up right around the corner. But, of course, joining us now in studio, he's our good buddy, Mike Wilson, with Any Hour Services. And we're talking tune-ups today. Of course, we all uh, feel it out there, Gordon, a little chill in the air. And, uh, you know, furnaces are on the mind. Let's talk uh, why if folks or how they could tell when they need a tune-up, Mike. Well, the overly simplistic answer is, like, if you have a furnace, manufacturers say that you should have it done. But um, I would say that it's even more important, um, let's see there, if... If you haven't done it in a few years, you you, you want to get back on track with the maintenance. It could it could benefit from that. If there were a lot of people at the end of last winter going into spring that were just like crossing their fingers, hoping and waiting for that warm weather to get there because they knew, you know, they they just wanted to put off, you know, having to do anything to their furnace. So if if that was you and you were and your furnace was struggling last year, it's important to get a tune up. If you over the last couple of years, if you've had to make repairs to your furnace, it's a good idea to make sure that you're getting one of these tune-ups because the best way to make sure that those repairs hold and that they're doing what they should is to make sure you're getting the thing maintained. Is it more important if you have an old furnace? I would say yes. Uh, if you think about it, the older it gets, the more wear and tear ha- it, it gets on it, and the things aren't going to last forever. And the the better you are at doing the maintenance, the longer you'll be able to like keep the furnace going. If you don't like the idea of having to spend, you know, a few thousand dollars replacing the furnace, because not everyone has, you know, a furnace replacement fund just like that they've been socking money away. But uh, if if you want to put off replacing that furnace, the least expensive way to do it is to make sure that you're having the maintenance done. And if you think about it, with the no breakdown guarantee that we have going on, that's an even better deal. Like, hey, last ditch effort before I try and replace this thing, let's make sure we're doing the maintenance. And any hour services has that no breakdown guarantee. So if it does break down, you know, we're going to come back out there for free to figure out what's going on and we're going to refund you the money, whatever you pay for the tune up. Can they get your autograph? Can you, why would you ask that question? I just wondered if, you know, because you're kind of a big shot uh, where what do you mean where you've never asked for my autograph before no i just wondered if people can get your autograph you know, well when they get their their furnace service oh i've got that much notoriety and fame now wouldn't you say see oh yeah mike's a big deal Although I don't know if That's Mike like, is. Uh, hey Gordon, how you doing with the uh, honor code? <laughs> but, <laughs> like, nice. What nice. are we gonna say? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Mike's great. He's he's famous. Yeah, but Mike's such a big deal. I'm not sure if he's going to be at every single service call. So that might. <laughs> I can be, tell you, that, I won't. Yeah, that might be a bit of a challenge if somebody's looking for Mike's autograph. I, I can see you know? him sitting in the office, just signing a bunch of autographs, and then giving Send one, them out, glossies, yeah, headshots, signing headshots. <laughs> Go ahead and hand these out. But I, I will say this, Mike. Really, I mean, this is the time of year to get your your furnished checked because nobody wants to go into the colder months 
feeling insecure about the safety of their their equipment. Oh, absolutely. You know, safety is a big reason to to get this done. And you know, that's one of the the other side of that is also no one wants like an unexpected breakdown because it's never going to break down at a convenient time. You're gonna you're not going to realize it's broken down until you get home after work. And by then, like a lot of companies are closed down. You might not be able to get a hold of them. You're having to wait longer. You might have to have a cold night. So go right now and turn your furnace on and make sure that it's you know making hot air so that if there is an issue, you could probably get a service guy out tomorrow if you're having issues with your furnace, and then that way it's not a, a big you know right. inconvenience for you. Well, let's talk about the deal on tune-ups, because it's a good one today. Sure. So, it's uh, normally we charge $99 to come out and tune up your furnace, go through and do everything that the manufacturers recommend doing. It's well worth it at that $99, bucks, but tonight, Zone listeners are going to be able to lock in a $70 savings if they call tonight. Now, you can schedule this for whenever is most convenient for you, but if you want to lock in that $70 savings and get this thing done for only $29. And that $29, by the way, includes our no breakdown guarantee, which is just another way for us to back up the work that we're doing. Uh, you got to call before the end of the show. And the number that you're going to give, we, I've been watching the calls come in. I have We have like a uh, internet-based you know phone system, and so I can watch all the people calling. And we've got a lot of people calling, so you can either keep trying or take advantage of that online scheduling option on our website. You're, you're not just filling out a form saying, hey, call me back. You're going in. You're looking at the calendar. You're picking a date and a time that works for you, and you're actually able to schedule that thing online. Like you know, I've had hamburgers that cost more than that. You've had hamburgers. How? Where? And I just uh, it's Gordon. Yeah, it's was it good? Was 20, it no twenty nine bucks to to you know to inspect your furnace? It's a good deal. It's yeah. a great deal. So call now. Call any of our services right now. <laughs> Save seventy dollars yeah, on a comprehensive furnace tune up with their no breakdown guarantee. Ninety nine dollar value for only twenty nine bucks. You got to call tonight. 801-443-7400. 801-443-7400. As Mike said, if you're having trouble getting through, try the online option. Anyhourservices.com. Anyhourservices.com. Mike, you're the best, buddy. Thanks. Thanks, man. Have a good one. More next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. The head coach at BYU, Kalani Sataki. I got to tell you, Coach, if I would have had these built bars when we were at BYU, I would have got better grades. You know, Hans, whenever I hear the word hangry, I think the definition of it should be your picture. Because when you were in college and you were hungry, you were probably the worst guy to hang out with. And we just knew that to throw you something to eat and you would be in a better mood. Imagine if you would have just had all these protein bars available to you. You would never have a day of being angry at all. You had a great grades and you had had a great experience overall because we know one thing. When Hans is hungry, watch out. Everybody tread lightly. I'm hungry! Hans and Scotting. Weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Wrapping up big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Big thanks to our friend Mike from Any Hour Services for jumping on with us today. Uh, again, take advantage of that deal. You can get 70 bucks off the tune-up uh, for just, uh, you pay just $29, 801-443-7400. It's 801-443-7400. And Gordon, once again, I mean, this week uh, we knew it was going to be kind of crazy, but it seems like, God, we covered a lot of ground today. Yeah, we sure did, and it's fun. It's fun this time of year because there's so much going on with uh, terrific college football uh, being played and having been played and, and to be played. And then, of course, the Jazz getting going now. It's, uh, it's an exciting time. 
Gone are the, uh, you know, the uh, sports radio summers where we, uh, favorite sports movies, go, everybody. <laughs> what is your favorite sports Favorite movie? sports joke, go. My, my favorite sports movie uh-huh. or the best sports movie? Well, no, your favorite. Well, my favorite is Major League. I'll agree. I love that. But yeah, that's not the best What's the best? Movie. Wow. I, I, if you're asking, like, my cinematic critique, I really like Raging Bull. But well, that seems to be a real popular choice amongst the uh, the, uh, the the movie going elite. But I like stuff like Field of Dreams, and yeah. that's a feel good movie. Yeah, yeah. Austin, uh, the Sandlot, and it's not close. Oh, that's right. You always pick that one. You? Um, well, he's I, only seen bits and pieces of them. No, no, I've seen that's true. I've seen most sports movies. Um, Benchwarmers. How do you guys feel about the natural? Did that bother you because it seemed unrealistic? Oh, I like the natural. Yeah. You, want to, you want to know a fun fact about the natural? What? So, uh, who's a, a Wilford Brimley is the manager, right? And Bob Redford is the young, hot shot Walter baseball, Hobbs, yeah. Not baseball Walter player. Hobbs. <laughs> well, until he gets Roy shot, Hobbs. and then <laughs> right, but, but he gets shot, yeah, yeah. and then he comes back as a veteran, right? Fine, but. What would you guess, like, in that movie, what is the age difference between those two characters supposed to be? <laughs> oh, Don't tell me Bob Redford was, was older Minimum 20 than years. Yeah, in the movie, Wilford Brimley is supposed to be, like, 20 years older. In real life, he's only one year older than Robert Redford. Wow. Anyway, there's my little fun fact for you. All right. Are you going with the natural? You thought you oh, had a fun no, fact. I'm not, and you my, did. That's not Thank my you. favorite. No, that's not my favorite. What's the uh, what's the Caddyshack? What's the monkey playing third base one? No, what's that one? With Matt LeBlanc. Oh God! What, what is it? They play for the Cubs, don't they? I don't I don't remember. But that is a movie, right? I'm not inventing that in my mind. There, that it's is a movie. Joey from Friends yeah. is like coaching a, a, a orangutan. A chimp- to play, <laughs> it's a chimpanzee, play, please. Okay, a chimpanzee <laughs> to play third base. Yes. That's Gordon's. Oh, what was the name of that movie? How come football movies aren't that good? Although uh, Brian's song was Ed. popular back then. Ed. <laughs> yeah. Ed. Oh, wait, the chimpanzee's name was Ed? Yeah. Necessary Roughness is a pretty great football movie. Anyway, check out the Movie Zone coming up on Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday <laughs> here on the Zone Sports Network. But we will talk to you tomorrow on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.